Hello, happy holidays, and welcome to episode 44 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Drummerbot. Say hello. Hello. How are you, lovely gentlemen, today? Uh, I'm doing okay, thank you. Yeah. I went really high there for some yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You just pissed off so many dogs in the area, my dude. <laughs> How are you, Matt? I'm I'm very well. I'm, I'm simultaneously having enjoyed Christmas and about to enjoy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the complexities of when we're recording and when we're releasing this. <laughs> yes, technically this will be out after Christmas, but we're recording it quite a bit before. So. Because we're moving on the 22nd and everything's going to be fucky. Yeah, so, um, you know, if anything major comes up in the intervening like week or so... You know then, why. You know, that's why. Yeah. If we don't mention it. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine, thank you, drummer Bird. See, see, Wib forgot that I was here. <laughs> so. You're just part of the furniture at this point. Uh, probably why he keeps putting pillows on me. <laughs> you know, around the face area. That Very is, aggressive. It's for different unrelated reasons. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, moving on. We've got a bit of a special episode of the Misanthropod for you this time of the year because, you know, it's the holiday season and the end of the year and, well, nothing's coming out and we've got fuck all to talk about anyway. So, yeah, we're going to go through all the games that came out this year that we've played and have a bit of a talk about them and we can sort of look at the year as a whole in gaming because of that. Although, of course, you know, given the nature of these things, we'll have played a very slim amount of all the games that have come out because far too many games actually come out to talk about. Speak for yourself. Okay, oh, that's I, fair. Sorry. We know that you've played at, you've played at, at least as many games as can fit on at least two hands, right, Matt? Um, hang on. <laughs> I, need to, I need to pass what you said. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. Is, is, is the code yes. that he's talking? No, no the, going you, with yes. you can, you've played at least as many games as you can count on both hands. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, I can, yeah. The number of games... you played as many games that can fit yeah. on a three-and-a-half-inch floppy yes. drive. Yeah. So, some of these we won't talk about very much, because we'll have talked about them recently, or said all we need to say about them, but we'll go through the list and we'll see what we've got. Oh. Uh, so, first... List up, me, Daddy. And the... <laughs> Someone's using that out of context. <laughs> Did I... you see the fucking video I appeared of in Dick, like on Dicko's channel? <laughs> yeah. Fucking that little shit with that remix of my ooh noise. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that asshole. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go through the list. It's alphabetical. Ooh, alphabetize me, Daddy. Uh, because I couldn't be bothered to figure out what order all these games came out. That's that... fine. Yeah. I think it's way more aesthetically pleasing anyway. Yeah, for a podcast, it's it's good to be aesthetically pleasing. You need to, you need like aesthetics are very important when it comes to a podcast. Yes, aesthetics, if you will. Oh, just read the fucking list. Okay, the first one in the list is something we talked about in the last episode, which is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yes, which... I'm pretty sure Drama Map played that for like two minutes, which was just to re-add me as a friend after I super vagued at him. <laughs> yeah, that's last I, podcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a uh, time waster. 
Anything different since you played it the other week? Oh, I've just got, I've hit a brick wall with leveling and like there's not, not really adding any new animals because up until level 30, I think, they give you a new animal to befriend every level. Oh, okay. And it's, and, and like, it's just getting harder and harder to impress animals by basically bribing them to be my friends. <laughs> but yeah, whatever, it's a time waster. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the next one was Bad Dream Coma. Now we streamed this. With Drama and Ruth. Yeah. Ah, is this the, the pretty one? This is the, the, this is the spooky kind of 2D one. Yeah, the one that was like hand-drawn or... Yeah, that's what I mean by pretty. It was really beautiful. Oh, it was a bit grim. And you could so punch babies I... with, with wrenches or whatever you did. Oh my... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, I knew you were going to bring this up. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it would let me do it. I didn't think it would let me punch out a baby with a fucking, like, what was it? The, I flipped a bottle around and just caved a baby's head in or something. It was a doll. Yeah, but it just it stopped crying yeah, after. We didn't know that until after you'd smashed it. Yeah. That was really funny because while we were streaming, like, everyone here just went, <gasps> and was silent. And the stream was quiet. And then it erupted in snipe. What the fuck did you do? <laughs> yeah. Just, just fucking people just, like... What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? You killed a baby. And I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> so yeah, just for that moment alone, it was pretty pretty entertaining. Yeah, you also punched a bunch of birds. I punched so many which birds. Which guaranteed you getting, like, the worst ending of the game straight off the bat. Yeah. Because you punched too many birds. Oh, I punched so many birds. It is weird to see a point-and-click adventure with some kind of morality system, because in most point-and-click adventures, you play this weird amoral agent of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> try and put every object with every other object in the universe. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like a true neutral character, I guess, or a chaotic neutral or something. Oh, it's God. yeah, it's pretty nightmarish. It's it's a bizarre existence being a point and click adventure character. Yeah, so I mean, it was it was uh, it was all right. Thought it was quite interesting for what it was. Had a had a cool art style. Yeah, found, yeah, I found it pretty interesting. But yeah, it has been a while, but no, I thought, I thought it was pretty decent. Okay, well. The next game on the list is Bendy in the Ink Machine. Oh, you mean Five Nights at Freddy's 2? <laughs> eh, not really. <laughs> no, the fandom well, are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to judge fair. the game yeah. by its fandom, but I will say that... Is it the first episode's free to play? Yeah. So the first episode's free to play. It takes about 20 minutes. Something like that. It's an interesting premise. You know, you... you like an animation studio and a mate of yours sends you a letter who you used to work with and he's like you need to come and uh, do stuff at the ink machine I literally don't remember what happens yeah you get like a, a note from someone and you've got to find like audio logs and it's horror and it's like it's 20 minutes and then you like because we did a video on it we were like shit that was like no time at all Yeah, I guess we'll go go and spend the 6 quid or however much it was on the uh, the next episode I think it might have been 4 pounds it was, like, it was like a fiver, I feel. But whatever. Mm. And so we go and play it. And again, it lasts about 15, 20 minutes. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. It fuck was... you. And then it was like, oh, yeah, you've got to buy the next one when it comes out. And it's like, I, I, have, I think it's the third episode I've heard is like an hour and a half. But they lo- they've lost too much good faith with me. Yeah. Honestly. I've heard, I have heard the third chapter is pretty good, but yeah, I was soured on the well, game. things actually happen in the yeah. third chapter. I was soured on the game greatly because despite really liking the general idea of it, of being like, yeah, 1920s animation. Um, Spookiness. Yeah, and, and kind of doing a horror game around that, and it kind of committing to that aesthetic, which I was like, yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, that how short the second episode that was paid for 
was sort of really soured me on the whole thing. It, and it was really cheeky, and it kind of got to me. A bit. And I think because it gained a sort of fan, a sort of smaller version of the fandom that things like Five Nights at Freddy's got, it meant that a lot of people didn't really seem to question that. It was yeah, it was just oh, this is fine that it you can beat the game in about fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's. I would have preferred if what they've done is just gone twenty quid for the whole thing. Like, you know, like Telltale Games did. Yeah. Well, I think the whole thing, because uh, I don't know if the third chapter is the final chapter. I don't... No, I don't think it is. I, I've, se- I've seen I've seen some people that's yeah. it, but... I think it will be significantly under 20 quid when it all pass her out. Yeah, but at the same time, if they just turn around and go, as a collective, this is how much it costs, and then you don't have to pay for every episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have minded that much. I would have been like, okay, I mean, I'd be, I would be quite disappointed that, oh yeah, I've been waiting how long for this new episode, and it's fucking 50 minutes long. Okay, that's a bit of a piss take, especially because the third one's an hour and, like, a half. It's it's just... I mean, kudos to them for actually putting work in and, and trying. Yeah, maybe they did get complaints about it, so they kind of pulled the finger out and kind of made a much more yeah, elaborate but, I mean, one for that. Yeah, I mean, I feel that it should have been like that from the beginning, but at least they've made moves yeah, to, no, to change fair. it. That's so, fair. yeah. That's about all I've got to say about it. Okay. Um, the next one is one that we have all actually played. Okay. Like, all of us have, which is Cuphead. Cuphead. Mm. Drama about loves Cuphead. <laughs> I, I, I played this on the drunk stream yeah. and was... I think we started it when we were quite drunk and by the time we'd finished playing it, we were very drunk. So oh, yeah. We were very, very I have drunk. A distorted, I have a distorted view of this. I, I remember <laughs> you guys trying the plain one over and over and over again. And we were playing on easy as well. And Ruth <laughs> yes. kept bringing us really strong drinks because <laughs> she is the queen. Cuphead is not a game to play whilst your um, your reflexes are impaired. No, it's not a good game to play if you're over twenty five because that's when your reaction times go to fucking shit. That is also true. <laughs> but yes, um, Cuphead's great. I'm shit at it, but it's really great. Yeah. I'm shittier at it, and it's it's cool. I, I love the aesthetic. I think they they put so much fucking effort into it. I was really, really fucking worried when it kept getting delayed. Mm. I was like, oh, no. I was more worried when it was coming, when, like, we first started seeing footage of it, because it was so pretty. I thought, there's no way in hell it will actually feel good as well. Mm. But... Um, Because I thought the more elaborate the animation, usually the more floaty and, like, over-animated stuff will feel. Yeah. yeah. But the actual game doesn't feel like that, which I was kind of surprised about. It's quite solid. Yeah, it's like, that's great. I'm happy with that. It's a good video game. There's not really much to say about it other than good video game, honestly. (laughs) What do you reckon, Drummer Butt? Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's just a very pretty game. Um, But fucking too hard for me when I'm drunk. (laughs) <laughs> Too hard for me when I'm stone cold sober. Honestly. I've never played it sober. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, you need to drink to just sweeten yourself up because it is that fucking hard. Hey, I'm sweet enough. Oh, <laughs> you sweet thing. <laughs> and honestly, saying I've never played Cuphead sober makes it sound like you have a problem. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's going to be Drama Matt's game of the year, and he's played. He's, he's racked up like 400 hours of it, but yeah, he's just he's just he's driven him to drink. He can't cope no more. It truly is the Dark Souls of video games. No, oh, I've played Dark Souls drunk, and it was slightly easier than playing Cuphead drunk. Oh, oh, you've not played Dark Souls really drunk then? Oh, it's basically impossible. I can't remember the last time I was really, really drunk. So, um, yeah, I we when one of the times when we streamed and oh, had a is drink, this when you had that cherryade? 
Possibly, mixer, yeah. Because then you were like vomiting red all over the fucking. <laughs> I could. It, I honestly like I I brought him up a bowl and I popped it there and he was kind of like lying half out of the bed, like with his arm kind of just propping his head up and he was throwing up like pretty much upside down. And I was like, okay, okay. And I, for a split second, I really panicked because it was just red coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, wait, we got really cheap and shit cherry aid. Yeah. And cut vodka with it. That's what that is. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think it. I, th- I, and then I stayed up all night checking on you every hour because I've never seen you that drunk. <laughs> um, I, I, th- I think it was a combination of yeah, being being quite drunk, but also the cherry aid being so bad was what made me throw up. It tasted like cough medicine. It was really. It was bad. horrible. But we didn't have anything else to mix it with. Maybe it was cough medicine, and mm. that's why you were so sick. <laughs> but yeah, I played Dark. I think that time I was playing Dark Souls on stream while like that, and that was. And then I swapped. Uh, and then we swapped because you were too drunk to actually play and then you just sat there staring at chat going I love you guys I love you and everyone's like lol I love drunk whip <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the thing that happened <laughs> anyway anyway um, next game yeah, uh, Darkwood Darkwood was fun a little top down horror game yeah haven't played that much of it overall yeah I mean this is the thing it is from what I can see, because I'm not really into those types of games, but because I'm a massive wuss. <laughs> uh, but no, it, I like what it does. It's aesthetically very cool. Its story is is pretty pretty good. It's creepy, which is really weird for a top down game. Yeah. I didn't think it'd creep me out, but it did. Um, and the the devs have earned my eternal like trust and respect up until they fuck up, which hopefully they won't. But still. <laughs> Because, yeah, the, uh, these were the guys who turned around and went... Because I, I originally became aware of it on Reddit. They posted in R Gaming going, Hey guys, uh, we quit our jobs and decided to just make video games. And and it's like two guys and a dog, I think, is the official like uh, roster <laughs> of, of the devs. And they were like, here, you know, if you want to buy it, that's great. But if you can't afford it or don't want to, here, you know, like we've put it up on torrent sites. So, yeah, just just go play it. You know, and, and if you do like it, then feel free to buy it. And I thought that was really nice. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think they, I think it did actually help them a bit. Cause I think that ended up because um, while yeah, a lot of people just went and downloaded the free version. Yeah. Um, I think it did lead to a lot of sales. In the that's end, a lot. So. I mean, to be fair, that's like I felt a lot of goodwill. Oh with yeah. That. I was like, yeah. you know what? You, you just you're just excited and you want people to play the game that you really enjoyed making. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that. So. But yeah, I also like it how there's like an angry dog person guy who shows up randomly and is like you can't leave that way you idiot yeah. <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember that honestly <laughs> it's a bit further than we got okay next one is one of the big ones Ooh. and by big ones i mean the ones that our um big a- our us. our kind of channel is more concerned with uh which is dawn of war 3 oh mm. that that old thing now i haven't played that much of it i've only mm, played the first not, couple of missions honestly i'm just kind of like ah I'll just go play Dawn of War 1. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was not super well regarded, and I don't blame people for that, because, yeah, it does have a lot of problems. Um, but as regards playing more of it, I mean, 
What'd you who, reckon? Who knows? Maybe. Maybe soon. Maybe. You maybe might see soon, more maybe? of it. Maybe. Oh, no. I don't think so. Oh, no. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Ooh. Ooh. There's no possibility we might be playing it soon. What? A, a, a 40k game on our channel? Pull I... the fucking other one. It plays Jingle Bells, eh? I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, there's also one which I've been playing recently. Or more accurately, I've been playing the free trial. <laughs> of Destiny 2. Oh. Ah. How is it? Have you had to pay to win yet? Because, oh, that's a lot of <laughs> bullshit in the news about that. Um, I, that's that's all a mystery to me, honestly, because uh, the trial well, goes up to level... Level 7? It goes up to level 8. Oh, even better. And, you know, honestly, I was expecting, like, level 8 to get me, like, an hour and a half into the game, but I actually got quite a lot of play out of it. Oh, okay. Um... Me and a friend of mine, like, went through in co-op and played, like, three hours of it last night. See, I've been I've been kind of, like, feeling that I should play it, but this is, okay, this is what I want to know. Does it have a Goldshire equivalent? Uh, there are hubs where there's a bunch of people knocking around, yes. And Does there it is... have a Goldshire equivalent? I don't know. I, I have don't not. Care. I have not found the equivalent of of Goldshire on an RP server. No. Step it up, Blizzard! Fuck's sake! <laughs> Get good. Um, but yeah, uh, I I can see why people like it. Cause, I mean, I do really like the general aesthetic of the game, um, which is the thing that actually kind of interested me in playing the first one. And then it was like, oh, this is console a console only. Is a first person shooter console and um, first person shooter console only game and yeah i i don't have an issue with people playing first person shooters on consoles because that'd be a weird thing to have an issue with but just i personally can't deal with it yeah i I cannot do it just i can't do it it's the waste so uh the fact destiny 2 came out on pc was kind of good for me Uh, but i don't know it feels to me like it's a really fun little game to just while away time with um from what i've played of it but I don't know if I'd consider it worth the full price. Yeah. Because it's cool, but it's not mm. like... Can I ask a newbie question? Yeah. So is it PvP, or are you playing PvE? Or is it both? Both. Which which were you doing? Uh, PvE. Primarily it's PvE, but there are, there is PvP elements. Is okay. PvP zones? Uh, I, it's like an arena thing. Uh, okay. Which I haven't actually played that, honestly. Mm. I've, I've only played the um, PvE stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'd only really be interested in PvP. It, it's it's basically PvP. a cross between um, like a big old like open world RPG type thing. Um, I mean, with, they have like hubs. I've, I've seen yeah. a bit of you playing it. So. With like um, different worlds to go to, different large areas to go to, um, but you know, an MMO basically. Okay, that's cool. So, yeah, I I want to like it a lot more than I do, but I like it more than I thought I would. Yeah. If you know well, what I mean. We'll, we'll pick it up <laughs> okay. on sale. It's a weird so. one. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe at some point I'll pick, it, I'll pick up the full version and be able to kind of go through it, because I've heard it gets a little bit more tedious once you get a bit further into it. Yeah, like I um, say, pick it up on sale. Yeah. But as, as a co-op game to play with a friend, I actually quite like it. Mm-hmm. Um... The next one is one that uh, is is a snipe only affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, which... I am the only one legally allowed to play this game, <laughs> which is Dream Daddy. Mm. Oh yes, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I've been doing that for my channel, but to be fair, I've had such a drought lately because, well, Christmas and fucking moving, so I really haven't had a chance to upload like the <laughs> yeah. next few bits. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, 
I was I was going to ask about it, but I didn't know if you, if there was some reason why you'd stopped doing it. But I was wanted to just send you like every few days text, being like, "God damn it, I need my next fix." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have like two episodes that I'm like I've got one that I'm ten minutes through editing. I kind of got hot, like I kind of got ten minutes in, and I was I lost the will to live, and I was like, I can't fucking do this. Aww. So I, I went and like played WoW for a while to calm down. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're there, and I. I you know what, I'm probably just going to try and get one uploaded before Christmas if I can. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, because I've made them longer, so I've made them about half an hour, but okay. yeah. Yeah, okay. But no, I, I, think, I think Dream Daddy is very cool. I'm sure I've spoken about it before, so I'll be brief. Um, the writing's really good. Uh, the character's very well developed. Um, really, I do really enjoy it. It's got, it's got some lovely moments. It's got some silly moments, and it's, it's got some really adorable moments, and it's got a lot of feely moments. <laughs> Which always catch you off guard, and it's like, stop. Stop making me want to be a good dad to my daughter, because that's all I want. (laughs) But yeah, I can definitely recommend it, because, I mean, if you're... The dating part is just kind of... that To me, that's kind of the mechanical bit of it, but the actual characters are so colourful and so fun, and interesting and intricate, so yeah, I can recommend that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like from watching you play it, which admittedly when you're talking about um, a dating game, it's not like, you know, there's a real game feel to, yeah. to like, you know, oh, I wonder how that feels to play. Mm. Yeah, um, it's just, can you use a mouse? Yeah. Then yeah. you know how to play it. But yeah, there are, like, but there are like weird mini games in it. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of come out of the blue, like the golfing one and it's just like, <laughs> fucking what? Yeah. And they're like jumping through a crowd at a gig to try and get back to to one of the dads you're dating, <laughs> with the best like placeholder song ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was brilliant. that was fucking genius. So I was like, you know what? That's amazing. <laughs> if you want to know what that is, go and watch um, Snipes playthrough. Yep, Snipes quality content on YouTube. See, it's funny because it's not very quality. <laughs> it is quite. It's not quite quality, although it is technically content. It is technically, if you were going on the legal definition, technically content. It could be worse. You could have called it Snipes frequent content. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're really going to fucking drag me like this. I'm over here. <laughs> Let me go get some cold water. <clears throat> Shall I move on? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> okay, the next game is For Honor. Of which you have none, because that hurt my feelings. <laughs> good segue. Good, Thank good. you. So yeah, For Honor, a game that is obstinately uh, spelt wrong. I got bored of that one instantly. Really? Really? It's just not, it's just not I... something I'm good at, and it just frustrates me, because I want to at least be a little bit good at something, because that's where my enjoyment comes from. <laughs> That's why I'm so, I'm like MLG Pro sick like 360 no no scope daddy kisses on Dream Daddy. <laughs> yeah, For Honor does have a bit of a learning curve to it because it doesn't play like it's not like you go into it and it just plays like another game. So yeah, no, like the controls is just not a game that I can really get into. The controls kind of just push me out with that. But it looks gorgeous. The armor's fantastic. The story is there. It does have a story. It does yes. have a story. PvP can fuck off because I hate PvP. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I I went through and played it to actually beat the campaign, um, and I I quite liked the campaign. It ended way too soon, but um, the, the basic mechanics of it I liked much better as a PVE thing than a PvP thing. Yeah. I think because playing it PVE spawn die. 
<laughs> well, it, it kind of became a little soulsy. Not not to compare everything to Dark Souls, but you know, like a bit of a methodical melee combat yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but nowhere near as you know harsh. Yeah, and I kind of like that. Whereas the PV stuff like I don't know it just kind of became oh this person is just straight up a hard counter to what you're doing or they've got a character you haven't unlocked yet Yeah, um, it's just that kind of bollocks and I was just eh about the PvP but I did enjoy the um, PvE also it gave us that character that just screamed you are a raider legendary over and over and over again in the fight <laughs> what was that there was like a viking woman who said that said one thing no she just kept shouting raider raider over and over again. <laughs> so okay, well, was, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, it was really weird like that sometimes. Yeah, well, but it's yeah, a soft game. What the fuck do you want? I mean, I, it's it's a game which I can say if you can find on the cheap, I think it's worth it for the campaign because that's at least interesting. Yeah. But the PvP, uh, some people like it. I really didn't. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. No, I mean, I yeah, I just it's one of those games that I wish I could have gotten into. Yeah, I get you. But I just I just couldn't do it, annoyingly enough. Yeah, I get that. Um, the next one is uh, The Long Dark, which um, technically was out a long time ago, but it came out of early access this yes. year. Mm, okay. I've played this game a lot, and it's, it's actually pretty good. Because we played it on stream when it was still relatively new, and it was pretty basic. It was, it was pretty basic. Um... They've, they've. I'm quite impressed with them. They have done a lot. They've added a story mode. They've got David Hayter and and Jennifer Hale in there, and I'm just like, well, shit. I have to love this game now. It's yeah. got it's got the Hayter in it. It was surprising to have like a a early access survival game that came out of early access and wasn't just that. They yeah, actually no, made like a full cam- a proper campaign for they it. They kept they rejigged the AI the AI the UI. Sorry, get my acronyms all mixed up. Um, yeah, they put in a story mode, like, the aesthetic is good. Um, like, it, I'd say there's, like, there's a few problems with it, but I think those are just inherent problems to the genre. Uh, like, oh yeah, you need to get up in the morning and walk 40 miles that way, and it'll take you about 15 minutes like, to actually do that, <laughs> yeah. and you'll have to stop three times along the way because your character's getting fucking hypothermia. But, it, again, it's like, I, there's, like, a part I like about it, because you have, like, multiple different maps. Uh, like, depended on, like... So, like, the first one is... I can't remember what the name of it is. Which is... I always play on easy, because I'm building up to, you know, letting wolves tear out my, my fucking throat <laughs> and whatnot. Because it's just, it's just a fun kind of... That's a podcast game for me. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean? That's a podcast game for me. What I, what I mean by that is, it's a game you play with no volume on, or very low volume, and you just listen to a podcast, or you just zone out and relax. Yeah. So I used to do that with the Binding of Isaac. I don't know what it says about me. <laughs> hey, you know this is the thing. You do, you do whatever. I used to do it with Dark Souls shit. <laughs> I could not not have my ears for Dark Souls. I don't know how you manage that, but okay. But yeah, so it's 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 a good kind of I don't want to say relaxing because you know you'll be like you'll be in a, been attacked by a wolf and your speed is fucked because you know you've got a swollen ankle and. And you're like, I'm gonna freeze to death, and it's getting dark, and I don't have any means of light, and ah. But it's still kind of relaxing, because, yeah, like, you get to know the maps, because the maps aren't randomised, but the stuff inside it is. Is your starting starting position randomised as well? I think so, yeah. Um, But the map in in and of itself is the same. So the one, I've just restarted one, because it's, it's, yeah, another, again, relaxation. 
So, you know, which has got, like, a bunch of ice hole huts, like, fishing. Yeah. Like, a bunch of cabins and, and like, just, just, like, I can't remember where it is, but it's, like, southeast from there. There's, like, a... There's, like, a ranger's cabin that you can go in and it's got, like, a stove and a bed and dead Bob. Usually dead Bob. Dead Bob. I, yeah. I, okay, so, yeah, I have I have a friend. It's You could kind of look at this as a coping mechanism that I have <laughs> when I'm playing. But on, on like, in this area, because a few times I've gotten there and dead Bob hasn't been at the top of the stairs waiting for me. And it's just made me feel sad and lonely. Yeah. But uh, on the second floor of the ranger's cabin near the, uh, the iced over lake... There's, there's usually a corpse is kind of slumped up, but I, I kind of, the first time I saw him, I referred to him inwardly as dead Bob. <laughs> and I just like, every time I'd, I'd go out to get supplies, I'd come back in and be like, dead Bob, I'm home. And I'd go up and I'd be like, I don't know why I fucking bother, dead Bob. You never say hi to me. Dishes are this high in the fucking city. It was just, just so I'm not lonely. <laughs> you, you were basically doing the Tom Hanks in the past. <laughs> I really was, yeah. He was your Wilson. Nice. Yeah, all my saves are named after him as well, so it's like, Dead Bob, please, Dead Bob, where? Give me Dead Bob or give me death. <laughs> you know, just like shit like that. <laughs> but no, it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm really impressed, because a lot of survival... What was the name of this one again? Sorry, completely... The Long Dark. But Long Dark, because all I could think to was Into Darkness, and I was like, no, I think that's a different thing. But... <laughs> it, is, it is a different thing, because that doesn't have a Dead Bob either. No, Long Dark. I'm quite... The long dark, yeah. It, no, it's it's it's, okay. it's enjoyable, and I again, again, it, with survival games, you, I don't ever expect them to come out of early access, and I don't ever expect them to change anything. Yeah, because no. so few do. But these mm. guys did, and I'm impressed by that. Yeah, it's so cool. yeah, can recommend the long dark if you haven't played it. It's very cool. Um, okay, next up is a bit of a contentious entry, which is Mass Effect Andromeda. <sighs> Now, I played the whole thing to completion, and I didn't 100% it, <laughs> did but more than I... the developers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wrong, dude. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I... To be fair, I kind of... I kind of feel bad. Oh yeah, no, it's not the developer's fault. Yeah, it's not, not the developer's not, fault. It's no, fucking EA's not. fault because yeah, literally everything is EA's fault. All of world the world's problems can be traced back to EA at some point. Yeah, my oven started just turning it to like turning its fucking flame off, like turning itself off and then turning itself on again. So the gas is running, but the fire's not there. That's fucking EA's fault. They know I know too much. <laughs> fucking pricks. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I have uh, somewhat complex. Um, feelings with Mass Effect Andromeda because that's the thing it's a very because there are elements there yeah. of a good game but, but EA kicked it out the door so much and gave it to a, to a low-key studio yeah because I mean I, I like some of the characters like Vetra and Drac and the story whilst I get it that it's nowhere near as grand well it as the previ- yeah. as the mass of- as the previous Mass Effect trilogy, so I understand people being disappointed there, but I'm kind of glad that they they shifted it so like out of the way that they didn't have to worry about the which ending do we consider. Canon no, no, thing. absolutely, and I think that was a very clever idea. Yeah, good uh, on them for that. And there are there, there is some problems with the writing, yeah, and technically speaking. Bearing in mind, I beat most of the game whilst the game ran like absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Yeah. 
Like I did most of it whilst you still had to like sit through all of the animations for going between planets. Oh, like you couldn't skip them. That was the mm. that was immediately the first time I did that. I was like, has this been playtested? Yeah. But what I will say, uh, because a lot of people sort of just focus on the negative, and I've mentioned this a few times, but the one thing that I do unambiguously love is I really like the combat in the game. Especially because if you play something like a Vanguard, the added um, verticality of your little rocket jump thing you can do, your little jetpack jump, um, really makes that combat quite fun. I will say I completely agree with you. Like, I just enjoyed getting into fights in it a lot more so than I did in the other games. Yeah. The other games were better, mm. but I, I just really liked the combat in it, which I think is what kind of carried me through to beat the game. Also, it was weird that the loyalty missions for your characters were so uneven. Some of them were really crap, and some of them were really good and had some of the better, funnier writing in the game. Mm. It was, and, I yeah. think the one with, the, with Liam was really good. Yeah, Liam's was quite good, despite Liam being a massive prick. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did. I could not get on with Liam. I really tried to like the guy. Mm. I just couldn't. Vetra, Vetra was my bae. Yeah, Vetra's cool. Oh, she, Vetra's she's who I waifu yeah. material. <laughs> she is. I love her. She's very cool. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, it was. It, it had its flaws, but I still enjoyed my time with it. No, this is the thing. It's like, I would say that... It had very large shoes to fill, so it was massively disappointing for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's disappointing for me. I found it disappointing. Um, there's like certain little things that really bug me. Like, I, like, okay. So little bits about the story that kind of got to me, because let's be honest, you no one plays Mass Effect for the game mechanics. No one gives a fuck about those. <laughs> well, they play through Mass Effect 1. Okay. <laughs> like, it's the story that pushes yeah, you through what, that game. Yeah, that's what that's helps what you I mean. finish it. Yeah. You don't play it for the fucking mechanics, because God knows they were barely functional in the first one. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, you get through, and like, like the whole kind of oh yeah your dad I did like how you could choose whether your dad was a dick or a complete like or just like just a nice dad. Yeah, how you how you talked about how him you kind talked of about him, him kind of like yeah I thought that was that was cool. So obviously you know I had to make my dad a like, complete cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like the whole like it's not really a spoiler but the first like, like ten minutes is like where you you choose who you're playing as you're playing as fem rider or man rider. and um coming out of stasis so i played i I always play mass effect as like basically someone who looks a lot like me yeah and like has like my name just because that's fun it's fun to pretend i'm in this cool space future and i modeled the brother like the rider the boy rider of my actual brother (laughs) <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is going to be so good. My brother and I are going to go, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. They about kill him in the first five fucking minutes. I was fucking frantic. He also doesn't wake up until a few hours before I know, the end of the I, game. Literally. Okay, this is what I did. And they should have fucking done something like to reward this kind of behavior. I Every every time I like came in from doing something, I would go check on my brother. And they'd be like, is he awake yet? And they'd be like, no new dialogue. And I'd be like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you i'm worried about my brother I, like to the point where i sent my brother a picture going your fucking lazy ass won't wake up and he was like why did you forsake me i'm die because of you and i'm like stop you are not helping <laughs> my brother the fucking troll but like little things like that where it's like oh, let's see i feel in an, like, mass, in an older mass effect they probably would have put things in for that i think that's it it just 
it had a it had a really big thing to live up to it and really they did. and they did not give it the time that it needed to be a good follow up to it so yeah isn't it mm. which is why you know and that's what it needed um but anyway um the next game on the list is a one that we're all excited to talk about which oh. is panty party that was fucking mm. stupid the one where you played as a sentient pair of pants. Well, more accurately, a girl who was turned into a pair of pants, and then you would fight other pants. Yeah. It was not very good. It w- Okay, so, obviously it's a gimmick game. It's Obviously that's what that is. We're not going to sit here and go, well, it was nothing like Mass Effect, so it was terrible. <laughs> the story wasn't engaging, and I didn't believe the characters. Yeah. <laughs> The I've actual actually, mechanics of it were shit. I've heard it compared to uh, mechanically Zone of Enders, or I guess it's like <laughs> Zone of Undies. I don't know. <laughs> You've been sitting on that for how fucking long? I just thought about it. Okay, all right. No, it's. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. It's, the story was fucking lame, and it's. Uh, I think if if you've got a joke concept, you gotta you gotta know how to use it, and they just fucking didn't. It also gets kind of gross about underage girls. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it can just fuck off, really. Yeah. No, um, so we... let's move on to a much better little indie game. <laughs> I just want to make yeah. a politics joke now, but <laughs> <laughs> something on the lines of it running for um, Congress in Alabama or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I trust this game more, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, to move on to a much better game. A much better game. Um, Passbar 2. Passbar 2! Which is a little game where you paint pictures. It's Passbar 2 The Starving Artist. Oh, yeah. Which a is a bit title. too fucking realistic <laughs> for me, if you ask me. Yeah. A little bit. And you just paint stuff. Oh, you can plug in a tablet. Yeah, that's what we did. We did a stream. We plugged in a tablet, and I just kept drawing really horrible things. Yeah, and you sell them, and you got to try and appeal to the clientele. So, so you can't just draw. You can't just paint what you want. You have to paint. You have to paint to appease people because you're not allowed to be creative because people don't know they want that yet. You have to trick people into giving like, by giving them things that they think that they already want, which is basically nothing that's original. So you do fan art and you do fan art over and over again until you fucking can't stand the look of it or even hearing anything to do with these things. And then people maybe, maybe they'll start paying attention to your original content that you've spent fucking hours slaving over and perfecting. But no, they'd rather look at a picture of fucking McCree! So I hear. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sorry. So in, that, so in that regard, the game is very accurate to life. Okay, I am oh, going to say the that. Oh, that's the game. W- yeah, yeah. I, I will say, just in case anyone's worried that I'm genuinely angry, I'm only a little bit angry. That was a bit. That I did play that up for comic relief, but seriously, yeah, support, slightly support artists that don't. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, mm. but still, Passport Two, very good game. A lot of fun. Yeah, um, honestly, really fun. I did, um, we, we finished streaming it about five minutes before the end of the game, it turned out. <laughs> because we're just failures. Um, I, d- I did go and beat it afterwards. And yeah, it's it's, got, it's a nice little game. I like um, it, it's cute. And I like it how it has different kind of paths you can go down. Yeah, you can you can go down um, paths where you try to do like elaborate things, or you can go down ones that are more abstracted. Um, it's actually really and some surreal ones. Yeah, it's it's really actually quite difficult to go down some of the paths. I remember trying to do some of the other ones. Well, the one I ended up in was like I, w- I ended up in like an office building appealing to like the wealthy suit wearing rich. Yeah, that's like the one that if you don't really 
commit to a style in no, that I game. Was just that's doing what you end up. Wanted, so. Yeah, that's what. That's the one that you'll usually end up going down. Yeah, I remember just constantly like victimizing one per- one member of my clientele. Frank wasn't his name. It was Frank. He was at the end, and we just kept drawing pictures of him like pulling his butthole apart. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 fitting his own fist in his ass. We, no, and it's not like Frank is a fucking wiener. Okay, okay and we, he kept coming in and going, "This is beautiful," and buying them. Okay, that wasn't quite what we did. <laughs> there was one where I think I drew where he had like really long nipples, and it was like Frank, Frank the Dank or something. Yeah, and I, he came in. It was like this isn't very imaginative. I'm like, you're right, Frank. It is, and I'm sorry. I remember drawing a picture of him just not wearing trousers and having a stinky butt. <laughs> Didn't he buy that one? I, I think he did, yeah. <laughs> and there was also the one I drew where it was like a kind of um, Titanic drawing me like one of your French girls thing. Uh, with, a sexy ti- Frank? with a tiny little dingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's a fun little mini game. Yeah. To, like pick someone who keeps coming into your shop and just start like focusing on just them. <laughs> make all of your art hate art towards them. Yeah. And if they buy it, you win. <laughs> <laughs> it is really funny when they come in and it's just like and it's literally, you haven't even painted something, it's just the text, Frank is a big old wiener face and smells like old, like day-old tuna. And he'll come in and go, yes, yes, no, this appeals to my soul, and then walk out with it and give you money, and you're just like, beautiful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Very good game, can yeah. recommend. Uh, the next game is a game that is truly amazing, called Possessed. Is that the one with the little stripper girl? Because yeah. they didn't get a kid model, they just got like a, an adult woman and shrank her down. Yeah. It's like, Katie, we need to get out of here. This place is fucked. It's got like, like, Okay, Dad, let's go. It's got like voice acting ripped seemingly from a mid 90s survival horror. <laughs> Actually, no, that. Wait, Katie, don't open that door. <laughs> it's okay, a... Dad. It's a different kind of bad, I guess. It is bad. Um, yeah, it's just a terrible shovelware. Oh, God. Um, first person shooter. It is literally only on this list for completeness. <laughs> yeah. It is terrible. Um, if you can buy it very cheap, it's wor- it's kind of worth it for a it's laugh. It's worth the price of admission because it's just so fucking terrible. <laughs> but I think at its regular price, I seem to remember it being way too expensive for the pile of garbage it is. Yeah. Next up is an actual survival horror, um, which is Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7. They've just released new deal, like free DLC for that, which is uh, Not a Hero and End of Zoe. Oh, I didn't know it was free. Yeah, yeah, free. Oh. It was like, wow, Capcom. Nice. Yeah. Um, with not Chris Redfield. I'm so salty about that about, about that guy. Why? Because like, he's not Chris Redfield. Why is he not he's Chris Redfield? He's not Red- my darling Chris Redfield. But his name is Chris Redfield. Okay, he's not, though. But he is Chris Redfield. But don't you fucking... This is a marriage ending fucking thing. Don't don't push me. That's not Chris Redfield. Why is it not Chris Redfield? Because don't look like him. Well, because he's not a fridge. I mean, that's... he's not a fridge with a beautiful boy haircut. <laughs> look, I I will agree with Chris you. Chris is a fridge. I will agree with you on that, but I would also point out that basically every single woman in Resident Evil go over go, gets a massive overhaul in how they actually look every other game. To appeal to whatever, yeah, like, but Chris has been aesthetic. one of those universal constants in my life that's just always kind of made me feel safe and secure in life. I don't know. Sometimes he's more of a fridge than others. <sighs> facially, he's been pretty thing. similar. I don't, I guess. My, yeah, facially, that's the thing. It's just like he's always kind of looked like that, and that that's cool. And I, I could give or take the fridge. I, I'd be happy to go with washing machine. <laughs> maybe, maybe bread maker. At a push, I'd be okay with that. What about an ice cream maker? <sighs> 
and then he can be carried around by an extra in Star Wars. Mm. Huh? Yeah, that'd work. You know. Sorry, what? that's a very specific joke. Could, I apologize. Can I carry him around? Because I would pay money to just carry Chris Redfield around. All day. <laughs> but apart from complaining about a really minor point of the game, oh, what do you think which... of Resident Evil Seven? I think Resident Evil Seven is fantastic. That is what that fucking series needed. Oh yes. Oh my god, it needed that. I mean, I was really skeptical, and I did. I think everyone kind of counted, like, discounted it as like PT. Like, the hype for that was insane, because it was one of the most terrifying and fantastic and most gorgeous horror experiences people have had in a long-ass time. And when that was basically canned, you know, Capcom quite cleverly went, let's jump in on that and release the Haunted House, mm. like, demo. And it was it was nowhere near in depth, and but, but it was still like, that's really good. That's, yeah. It's really refreshing, and like I, know, I heard a lot of people complain, it's like, oh, Resident Evil, this is a betrayal. It was never about haunted houses, and it's like, okay, um, yes, it was. What, the first, the first one takes place in the Spencer Spencer Mansion. And if you want to go, its two greatest things <sighs> that it's inspired by is is it Home Sweet Home, I think Home Sweet Home, which is literally a haunted house, and Alone in the Dark, yeah. Which is literally a haunted house. Yeah. So yes, it is. It's not only about a haunted house; its lineage is entirely made of games about haunted houses. This was my problem so. exactly. It's, it's the whole kind of like it's an evil that it's, it's a, a residence it's a, that has evil in it. It's, it's an evil <laughs> residence. What do you fucking want? It's not just a fancy name, but yeah. And no, I I kind of I was very taken with it the first time I saw it because everyone was streaming that game. Yeah. Everyone was like doing videos on it. Everyone was kind of sitting there and go, "We're going to uncover all of the uh, all of the secrets" because they tried to do a bit of a Kojima thing with the whole secret. They couldn't quite pull it off, but I appreciate the it's effort. Capcom. They're fundamentally inept. Yeah, but like <laughs> it looked gorgeous. It was it was very well done, and. Yeah, I just I thought yeah. it was really cool. Like I I have I've seen the whole the whole game. Good story. I mean, there were a couple of glaring gaps, but these DLCs have filled that in. Oh, cool. Which I think is um, oh my god, the DLC um, uh, end of Zoe. You would love it because it brings in a new character. He's yeah. like who's like he's related to the Baker family. Okay. Um, and, uh, he's amazing. <laughs> okay, is this something I should check out? Yes, okay. this is definitely something you should check out. Um, but no, I think that's exactly what the series needed, especially after six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I I've never really hidden the fact that I can't stand the series. This is the um, thing. I, like, I can't have. really play them. I've completed like one of them. Played a good bit of Resi Two. Never really finished it because I was a dumb shit kid and it was terrifying. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I've always had a massive soft spot yeah. for Resident Evil. Yeah, I just never had. I've just never got the series at all. But I will say that this this entry is the first one that made me actually want to play it. Well, it's it's good, uh, I did, I it's good horror. It. Yeah, I didn't beat it or anything, but I did play a bit of it, and I, I did enjoy what I played. Yeah, so. it's like I do like it, especially like certain bits of it. It kind of it's a bit hokey. Yeah, like, with certain yeah. things, and it's that 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 feels very lovingly referencing like the older games that were just dumb. Yeah, because like, the storyline was really dumb. It's all Resident Evil has always sat in that um, funny part where it's often unclear how much of it is supposed to be intentionally, um, like poorly written for a joke, <laughs> and how much of it is just poorly written because <laughs> Capcom are bad at writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, this is like yeah. it's 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 well written. It's it's got just amount of hokey silliness. To to being yeah no I like it and it's yeah. spooky 
Yeah, so I do like it. And free DLC is always sweeten me up. Yeah. Um, next one up is probably something we won't talk about much because I don't remember much about it. <laughs> and I don't I don't think anyone else will, which is Sanctus Reach. Uh, uh, the 40k um, turn-based game that was like on a grid uh, oh, where shit. you played as Space Wolves. No, I remember that. And you, like, you're, you're playing as Grayson Hunt or fucking whatever. No, no, that's the other one. Oh, shit, then I don't remember this one at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. wait, no, do I? Fuck it. It. Well, I think that, that says everything, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. I can't I, remember it. I remember it being completely fine, but yeah. when it... I, I don't know, I just didn't really feel much of a need to go back to it. It was fine. They have, um, much like many of the, uh, the other um, uh, Space Wolf 40k game that came out this year, which we'll talk about in, in a bit... Um, they have added bits to it, so I should probably go and check it out. But yeah. it was it was fine, and that's all I remember was it being fine. Yeah. Also, I realise basically we've been talking for like twenty minutes, and Drama Master sat there being like, "Mm-hmm, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. sorry, dude. No, Look, no, no, we're not no, supposed right. we're not supposed to lampshade the fact that Matt's played three games this year. Um, three <laughs> is yeah. Is, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's played one game this year. Well, I mean, <laughs> on average, you're right. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We still love you. No, we'll mention that at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Next one is Slime Rancher, which yeah. is oh, yeah, fucking look, great. Fun. I, I played a bit of that, but I don't know. I'm just not very good at those games. It's actually really, really simple once you get used to it. Because what I kept doing was I kept putting literally everything ever and massively overfilling the, the slime silos or whatever they are, and then they just keep getting out, and I'd get really mad, and then they turn into tar and just murder me. Yeah. I mean, you know... And I just kept doing that over and over again, and going, why doesn't it work? I mean, you know, I might put... This might be a bit of a radical idea, but maybe... Um, I'm listening. You know, don't. Do that, Maybe and then it might what. work. Don't do what? Uh, fill them up to overflowing. Do what now? Um, because do that's... that. That's what I was doing. No, no. Why? Don't do that. D- why? And that's your entire problem. But I need problem. to get the plots, Matt. I need to get the plots <laughs> so I can get more of the dudes. I, I put a fucking, like, a net on the top, and they were still bouncing out like a bunch of fucking uh, Yeah, they can, only, uh, they can only have so many impacts before the roof goes down. Oh. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> That explains a lot, actually. Yeah. I was like, stupid broken shit game! I know I'm doing everything wrong, it, but fuck you for not letting me. I believe it also also says that in the description of I the item. Look, I'm playing video games to avoid reading, okay? Well, occasionally, I don't want to read! Occasionally you got it, I'm afraid. No, reading's for losers. Uh, but yeah, uh, Slime Rancher, little fun, little almost farming simmy game where yeah. you Cutely. breed little slime. The aesthetic slimes. is so cute. It is adorable. I, the slimes are so cute. I played till like to beat it, as it were. When you get to the, you like the credits actually roll. You like beat the story. Like yeah, you go through and you have to find a bunch of stuff and unlock yeah. things. And I went through and did that. And I don't think the game's got a lot of depth. So I think playing much after you've got that, all you can really do is try and do like the little time trial mode. Yeah. I think that's all there really is to do because you'll have seen everything in the main game. But I played it for something like forty hours, and was I, that all casual? And I really enjoyed it. Um, really, it was a really nice, relaxing, cutesy little game, and there was in, enough stuff in it to keep me entertained. And whilst I wish it had more depth, 
that might have ruined the simplicity of it. So, you know. I mean, I'm going to give it Game of the Year just for the simple fact that it contains something called the Chickadoo. Oh, yeah, the little chickens. Chickadoos. <laughs> they were adorable. Yeah. They are derpy little floofy chickens. And didn't I play it on stream? Or No, no. We played we played it for a video, and I was I was behind the keyboard for that one. And I would frequently drop lots of plots just so I could pick up a chickadoo, and it drove you nuts. Yes, I'm like, no, no, I'm keeping a chickadoo with me because you have baby. such limited inventory. Yeah, no, chickadoo deserves a space in my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I love chickadoos. You dropped lots of plots to pick up a chickadoo. You fucking heard me. Good. <laughs> Good. Plorts are like the thing that slimes poop out, and then okay. you sell the the plorty poops. Yeah, you sell you sell the slimes poop so then for profit, you, so for then fun you, and profit. Yeah, for fun and profit. And then you go buy more food or whatever, and then feed them, and then they poop out more plorts, and then you throw them on the floor because chickadoos are fucking king. <laughs> okay. It's uh, it probably sounds to you because uh, did you know anything about slime rancher? I'm just making weird noises. I wa- I watched your playthrough of it, so I, I do know. Okay. I just it, the sentence just sounded fun. <laughs> I knew exactly what it meant. I just it just okay, sounded funny. Okay, okay. The next one is Sniper Elite Four. Ah, yes, this is mine. This is this is entirely you. Entirely me. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that with a mate lately, and it's fantastic. I will say, don't buy it unless you get the DLC bundled in because it is abusive with its DLC. I'd say it's pretty bullshit. Because, like, oh, yeah, no, like, half of the weapons that you should have access to, you just have to buy. Yeah. And oh, there's, like, a bunch, like, like there's a few um, extra, like, de- the Death Storm missions. Oh, yeah, they're really good. You have to buy them. And it's just really fucking annoying. The Sniper Elite's always been a bit of a shit for that. Yeah, I guess because um, Rebellion finally found a niche and they're just pumping it. <sighs> They're going to really pump are. that niche until it's dry. Oh, my God. So I actually got a tweet back from Rebellion. Uh, like a little while ago, because the first time I was playing one of the um, one of the DLC things, uh, it, it like without spoiling anything, you blow this place up, and as it, the camera kind of pans out of the area, and you see a chicken running from the explosion, and then it gets engulfed. I started freaking out. My mate was laughing his ass off at me because <laughs> I was like. <gasps> is the chicken okay? And he was like, dude, it's fine. I'm like, no, no, I gotta know. So I tweeted at Rebellion then and there, like, please tell me the chicken's okay. I've just finished Death Storm 3. Please tell me he's fine. And those fucking snarky shits, they sent me back a gif of a guy from, like, the American office just kind of, like, doing the white guy smile of, like, pursing his lips and being like... And I'm like, you motherfuckers. No, no, that chicken has to live. Oh, I forgot to mention this then, because uh, this might be up your alley, since apparently you're all about chickens today. Uh, there are chickens oh, yeah. in the first hub area in Destiny 2. <laughs> I think there may also be rabbits, but I, I, I saw like it, chickens I I saw like it for a split second as it ran into the undergrowth, and I'm like, is that a fucking rabbit? Well, it is now. We've decided it's a rabbit. It's probably a rabbit. It's a bunny. So yeah, definitely, if you're interested, I mean, it's it's good, I like what it does. It's, it's definitely improved on the third one. It's It's well put together. Uh, don't buy it unless you have the bundle with all the DLC. Just don't. Wait for a sale. Wait for a sale. Absolutely. Okay. Now we have Space Wolf. I am aware of them. Which is the other turn-based. The one I was thinking of. Yeah, based on uh, on the Space Wolves. 
this one is also kind of a card game. I mean, I think this one came out actually a little while ago on mobile devices, but it's the yeah. Steam version that came out um, this year. So, it's, you know, when we played it. Well, I, it came out of early access this year. It, the, release, the release dates of games has got so complicated these oh, days. Oh, But yeah. Um, it's I a don't, 40k It was game. fine. I remember it being a game that I mocked before it came out because it was a, a card game fundamentally yeah um that just had a fancy ui where you were killing people and i remember seeing that like the idea and going that's the dumbest idea how will that ever work and then playing it and going well i guess it works it whatever that's worth it functions parameters yeah i i remember it being fine i remember liking some elements about it but i don't remember what they are because it's not that memorable <laughs> honestly um the little indie turn-based 40k games, the first one that really grabbed me was um, Death Watch, a game that is objectively terrible. Yeah, no, so that's fair. So maybe my opinion can be instantly discounted from these things. Oh, no, because I, found, I found this one pretty boring as well, don't worry. I mean, well, no, it wasn't boring, it was just, this is a thing. I remember it looks a lot better than Sanctus Reach. But it that's did, all, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think that might—that's one of those games. that's a bit of a your mileage may vary sort of thing. Like, yeah, I'd say so. you might like it, and you might not. Uh, next one is Stories Untold. I fucking love this one. This one is really good. Stories Untold is pretty good. Cool. Okay, so Stories Untold is like a spoopy horror uh, game. That's a selection of like four chapters. That I haven't done the fourth one yet because I'm a massive wuss <laughs> and I've been building up to yeah. it. I just like to point out that you have ironically said the word spoopy enough that it's just fallen into your like common usage. Vernacular. Yeah. 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 Is that a problem? Because I don't give a fuck. No, no. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just mentioning it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> it's just normally. Normally, when someone says spoopy, they say it with some degree of irony. But that was so sincere. <laughs> I just felt the need to mention. I it. was so sincerely spooked when I played yeah. this game. I felt it would be dishonest not to be so open about yeah. how the level of spoop that I required, <laughs> I, I went through. <laughs> you fucking throw me right up. Sorry. You picked me up and you threw me out the fucking window with that shit. Stories Untold. Stories Untold, very good game. Uh, it's kind of a weird text-based adventure with point-and-click elements. Well, isn't it like the first chapter very text-based and very then the te- other ones first are one's very text-based, second one is... It's more point and click, like, oh, you've got to do X, Y, Z, you've got to turn this to three, and then that means that this has to be off, and it's, if you feel kind of a bit overwhelmed, like you need, like, a fucking manual sat there, but I kind of <laughs> like that, and then, like, the third one, which is my favourite, um, is, like, you're basically just sitting there decoding things, and that was awesome, and there's, like, some really spooky things that happen, and, like, weird things that happen. And I don't know, it just I think it just kinda of caught me off guard of just how good it was. I was just like, holy shit, they've actually managed to make like text based kind of point and click decoding mini games scary. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, okay. And like you know, written well, voice acted pretty well. I again I haven't played the fourth one because I've been kind of waiting for you to be like <laughs> around at the same time so I won't be on my own because it's kind of scary hey, exactly you've you put it off for so long like, I think you first played this like six months ago I did yeah and it's like but it is spooky so yeah I really do like it very very cool 
Okay, next one is actually one that you've played a lot more than me, which I was surprised about, considering the type of game it is, which is Strafe. Strafe, yeah. The first-person roguelite. It's, it's like a, a love letter to the old kind of, like, Quake games and, like, the FPSs of the 90s. That's supposed to be very high-octane, very fast kind of shooty-bang murder simulator. Mm. It's not really that. <laughs> <laughs> it has moments. This is the thing. The, my biggest problem with it is the fact that it's a roguelike. Yeah. It ruins it. It's like... For me, you know, I'm obviously like one of my favorite games in recent memory is Doom 2016. It's just so good, and you're rushing about like your fucking ass is on fire, blowing holes and things. And you kind of, with Strafe, you get maybe the first couple of seconds of that rush of keep jumping because you know you jump and that increases your speed, like very quake, very cool. And you know you're flipping around, you're shooting everything, and then suddenly you don't know where to go. Because the levels are the obviously levels cobbled are together. Yeah. Cobbled together, they're randomized, and maybe you picked up a grenade launcher while having the gravity mutator on, so now you can't kill anything in the fucking level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Like, I, I think it, it is a funny one because, like, yeah, the game is what it is. It is a, a roguelike um, first-person shooter. Yeah. Ba- based on those games, so it, it is what it is. But I. There's a, there's a... I can't help but think that that the structure of the levels completely robs any sense of flow it, through a level. Oh, it, it brings you to a skidding halt, which is like that's that's not what these games were, and I appreciate it's not an exact copy of what it's supposed to be, yeah. but it's 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 taken a lot from like I mean nineties shooter games. That's my jam. That's when I I kind of. That's I grew up with these things, you know? I love them. I played them all to fucking death. So, you know, the fact that when you're actually in the thick of it, it's really good, and then you have to stop and try and figure out what the fuck's going. It's just like, oh, fucking roguelikes, man. <laughs> it's, I don't think it helps that I'm not fantastically into roguelikes anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, th- there's there's certain touches that I really like. Like, yeah, like you, if you keep jumping in a rhythm, you speed up. Like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can rocket jump as well. And just, like, little things like that, and you're like, yeah, you guys you guys love this shit, too. But why did you make it a roguelike? Because that's made the stop. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it, and because it does give it, basically, infinite replayability. And... Yeah, but can I, I, I just kind of feel, sitting there playing it, like, how much more awesome would this be if they just sat down and made a level, a static level? Yeah. Like just give me like yeah. you keep doing your roguelike thing, but maybe give me a side like mode where it's just linear single player, non roguelike. That's what I want. That's what I would have loved. Yeah, I guess because because the mechanics, the the raw mechanics of the game work, but just yeah. like, the the whole concept of a kind of fast paced old school shooter kind of run contrary to the goals of a roguelike. Yeah. Um, so it's not a bad game at all. But oh no, it's just, it's just it, I think it just, it misses a good few notes that it should really hit. Yeah. And that's kind of what ruins it for It's me. a bit of a funny one like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, next up is is one that is for Matthew. Oh Ooh. yeah, this is a really cool game. Um, Super Mario Run. <laughs> that neither of us have played, so. <laughs> you have such a low opinion of me, and it's kind of true at this point. What? <laughs> Yeah, I asked you what you played, and then this got added into the list. <laughs> I mentioned in... Yeah, okay, fine. It's a Mario jump game on your phone. It's... It's 
all right. It's quite good fun. You have to pay for it for the full version. Uh, so I've managed is it like to, an like, infinite runner? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a... Yeah. It's, it's Mario, apart from you just have jump button, you don't have left or right or whatever. It's just... Yeah. Okay. So it feels... It Mario. somehow feels like a Mario game, which is quite good. Is it because Mario's in it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. I don't have particularly high praise for it. I, I've kept playing it. They've recently introduced a new mode where they, because you've got like your world stages and then a few levels per stage, and you get the first one of the stages for free. It's like the first four levels, and then you have to pay. Okay. And it's not a microtransaction. It's just if you pay, you get the whole game, and if you don't pay, okay. you get a demo, basically. Yeah, but it's like a tenner, and I was like. That's quite oh, a lot for a off. mobile game. I thought yeah. it was like, oh, it's going to be like three, four quid. No, it's, like, it's a tenner. It was, it, they did have it at a half price for one, so, and I still didn't buy it out of principle. Because, no, that's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. But they've recently added a new... So I, I played it a little bit, like with Animal Crossing. I played it for a bit and thought, okay, whatever, fine. But then they introduced a new version recently, which was like a remix thing, and it takes like 10 second snips from all of the possible levels and then puts 10 of them together. And you play through all ten of them, and then if you do all right, you move on to the next set of ten. And it just means okay. that you can play a bit of all of the levels that you haven't paid to unlock. So I was like, okay, cool. And then it was like, you have to do like a number of those to get through to the next round. And then there's like, at the end of like the 30th round, you unlocked a new playable character. It was, um, Daisy? The one that isn't Peach? <laughs> Yeah, Daisy. Yeah, Daisy. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, the one that isn't Peach could literally be Mario? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, well, I just want I just want a Waluigi game. Oh. Yeah. You know one of those like old like f- meet and fuck games you get on oh, new. <laughs> wow. You know whenever I make a joke about meet and fuck in a stream or something there's always someone in the chat who goes I can't believe you know about that. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been around. We've been on the internet for a long ass time. We know about the meet and fucks. <laughs> Begrudgingly, but there we go. <laughs> I actually remember. I I remember years ago. Oh no, we were we were looking. It was when we would just done. Um, My girlfriend is the president, and we were looking for a funny porn game to play for the channel. That obviously we'd censor everything, and it's really hard to find a decent porn game because they're either really gratuitous or they take a million years to get there. To get and to the funny fucking, parts. They're just really badly written, and it's like, oh, yes, I fancy you, but we can't do a fuck on it because <laughs> I have to go and eat this cardboard, and then they eat cardboard for fucking 20 minutes. That's... That was a weird game I played. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of want to see that. too. Not very good, actually. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, and I remember, look, like. Because we were talking to you about it, Matt, and so you went and searched, and <laughs> you just went straight to a Newgrounds game where you play as Link hard fucking oh, midnight. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, and then you were like, <laughs> like you can And then you linked us to it, and then we were both like playing it together, which was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, you press this button to flip her around and fuck her in the ass. Like, okay. Yeah. God, what was that game we played at Dicko's where we just kept going ass to mouth over and over again? Hey, back to Mario Run. <laughs> I want to defend. I want to defend myself, basically. Okay. So this new version that I met, this new mode that I mentioned, basically, yeah, you need to get through these thirty stages, and each one's got like three or four sets of the ten levels. There's, you know, you level up, blah blah blah. 
when you start, you've got to wait like 30 seconds after the end of play before you play again. And you can get around that by buying the game and then you don't have to wait. But I was like, okay, I'll wait a bit. And then you get up to like level five and it ups it to like a minute you've got to wait. And I was like, well, that's annoying. Yeah, by the time you go up to like level, like stage or level or whatever you call it, like 20, you're waiting like six hours between plays. And then by the time <laughs> you're on 29, it's 24 hours. That so I was just like, off. fuck it, I'm finishing this and I'm getting to the end. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. I'm just going to wake up in the morning or whatever and just, just quickly play it for 10 seconds and then not think about the game for the rest of the day. But I am finishing this out of some sort of principle that I'm yeah, going to get no, through that it. Is fucking and then I, fin- I finished oh, I thought I finished it. I unlocked Daisy and then it was like, okay, next stage. And it just seemingly never ends. So I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm not playing anymore. You know what? You've paid your dues. Holy shit, dude. How, <laughs> like, how long did it make you la- oh, like, like, wait like, for the uh, last one? Like three weeks? Oh, no, it was, the max, it was like 23 hours was the maximum. I think oh, it ended up waiting. Fucking hell. I can fuck off. But, and you could pay more tokens because you had to pay a token to like enter. <sighs> And you could pay more to unlock it, which then you end up running out and have to buy them. So I was like, no, I'm not putting any money in this. Yeah. But nah. I just want to do this bit just out of some sort of, I don't even know, principle. Yeah. Um, you see, I have a similar thing with a lot of mobile games where sometimes I'll get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'll actually spend some money on this. And then it does something that just pisses me off so much <laughs> that I'm like, no, yeah. I'm never giving money to this. Exactly. And I think mobile games are real shits for doing oh, that. Oh, they're, yeah. they're really scummy for that kind of thing. It's, well, it's, it's inherently... Um, like, there is an inherent... Animal Crossing, like, Pocket Camp, like, has, like, things like that where you just sit there and it's going, oh, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I think there is an inherent manipulation built into the DNA of mobile games at this point because the economy is so fucked because people will generally not pay for games very often so everything, so the whole free-to-play, uh, microtransaction-y, loot-boxy thing is so ingrained in that entire medium oh, that it's it's kind of permeated all of them in some it's, in it's, like some form or another. Oh, well, not all of them. There are some. Yeah, good ones, but, it's it's gross. Yeah. But can we not? Because that shit is at the moment. I'm just. I I would like to have one podcast where I'm not in Woodley sitting in the back of my brain going microtransactions, exclusionary, tricking people into gambling, <laughs> and just be getting really genuinely angry about okay. it. So let's just, just for this one time, just, just brush over that if that's just, okay. Just, just, okay. Just for Christmas, we can brush over the inherent shittiness of the games industry at the moment. Well, no, yeah. no, no. I just don't want to think about it for like a day, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, every that's day is just sitting there playing a game going... Well, I'm literally just a whale to these people, and it makes me so fucking genuinely mad, especially because all the signs were there, they've been sneaking this shit under our noses for so long. I'm I'm just going to say, you're doing a really bad job of not talking about it. I know! I've been really stressed lately, and even with my diazepam, I'm still feeling really, really just pet up and cranky. It's okay. It's okay. Is it, though? It's okay. We'll move on to the next game. Which is technically about a, uh, a a nightmare capitalist future. Uh, we're already <laughs> living it! <laughs> which is Universal Paperclips, which was mentioned oh, yeah. a little bit in the last episode. <laughs> so, um... I don't even like paperclips. No one uses them anymore. <laughs> Fucking... It doesn't... It doesn't... You have to... Have to it, all you have to do is make paperclips. It doesn't say they have to be used. But that, they do. Why make a tool if it's not going to be used? Because it's only one programming instruction was to make paperclips. You are but not a machine. You are not a cog yeah, in the you're, machine. You're playing as a machine. That's the point. 
And it's quite possible that you may deplete the world of good. resources. Yeah. Good, let it die. Yeah. <laughs> it's very excellent. Have you finished it? You, um, you hadn't finished it last, last time we spoke. Yes, after the podcast, you, you told me the thing that I was missing, and I went and did it, and I beat it, yes. Nice, nice. isn't it great? Um, yes, did... Okay, how can I put this? Um, the endings... Which one did you pick? Because there's the two endings, one of which is... A, it describes it as being kind of a starting again, and one is not that. Yeah, I did not that. Did yeah, you ignite I'd... the first flame? Yeah, I I did not that. I I um I snuffed the flame out. Okay. Yeah. I let it die. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's a game that exists, and I'm sorry to anyone that that heard us talking about it in the last podcast. And when oh let I'm gonna I'll give that a quick okay. go. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna be very straight with you. Uh, our view accounts kind of halved, and do you know why? People are dead because <laughs> they've been playing that game. It's killed. But people. it's only like you could probably like finish it. I imagine. I don't know how many hours it's been. It's like a good amount of hours, but I did it in two days over like the daytime. Yeah, so I reckon I spent but... two five-hour sessions on it, probably. And to be fair, it's the sort of game that you leave on in the background whilst you're doing other things yeah, to kind yeah. of rack things up. So it's not really like solid. It's the most playtime. innovative first-person shooter <laughs> I've ever played. I really like it. Super I think it's. I think hot. it's quite interesting. It's. It's, I, I it's got it. enough different about it to not to be another clicker game or whatever. Yeah. yeah, you guys are literally just doing the super hot thing. Like, the whole being... Yeah. <laughs> it's the most innovative shooter I've played in years. <laughs> um, but no, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm glad you guys, like... Cause it's a little browser game, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a little yeah. browser game. Hmm. I mean, I'm not going to try it because, you know, I have shit to do. <laughs> We're moving in, like, seven days, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do like um, I do like that this list of things has both AAA games in it and a small little browser game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every every game all is equal on our block. Yeah, all bases, all all games are equal on our, our block, provided that we've played them or well, yeah. whatever. Because yeah. there'll be lots that we've just not that, obvi- that might seem obvious to you that came out this year that we just yeah. haven't played. Yeah. Also, there's but these probably are the ones we played, so... yeah. There's also probably a few that we did play that we've missed because yeah. we forgot. Yeah. So um, sorry to if that no happens. one in particular. Yeah. Uh, but the very, very last one is Wonder Doctor. Meet and fuck. Okay. <laughs> it is not meet and fuck. No. <laughs> meet and fuck Wonder Doctor. I don't know. I don't know if they still make those. I kind of hope they do, and I hope they're still garbage. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, Wonder Doctor. Wonder Doctor! That's L- very fun. Yeah, a little game where you just fix the ailments of people as, like, a an old-fashioned doctor. Yeah, like, a plague doctor will frequently come in and try and fleece you. Yeah. <laughs> then you just have to poke their zits and... You have to pop well. their zits and, like, poke their weird nipple worms and... Yeah. It's one of the few games Burnley, we were actually just... given a code by uh, by the dev, which yeah. um, Dicko actually secured for us by harassing them on um, Reddit, apparently. Yeah, and they were like, please, please don't hurt my family. Take all the codes you need. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, that's probably what they said. But yeah, I played, uh, I, I, I never got around to beating it, but I did play quite a bit more of it, like, after where the video that we did ended. Yeah. Like, another hour or so of it. Um, I think we played for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah, it was a pretty fun little game. Um novel like it doesn't 
it's one of those games where it gradually increases the complexity over time. So, like, you know, it starts off just simply clicking things and then, you know, time limits come in and yeah. then things that can kill them quicker come in and then, like, really precise work on the mouse is required. And yeah. It's, yeah, there's, there's a couple of weird kind of, um, like, where the mouse, you'll think you're cutting in a certain way. But you won't be. Oh, yeah, it's because, like, the positioning, uh, like, when you use the yeah, scalpel... The, the positioning on the scalpel is a bit off-kilter. Because it, cause it, because it starts off as, like, a finger that then a scalpel, like, folds out of it. And so the point that you would be clicking on goes from being the tip of the finger to the scalpel. So it's The almost, very tip of the scalpel. So, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a little... bit confusing. There's little things like that that can be a little yeah. bit disorienting to begin with, but... But otherwise, I say it's, it's, a, it's a neat little game. It's yeah. cute. I often think it's generally a good sign when the complaints about it become so weird and specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The scalpel isn't quite where I feel it should yeah. be. No. Yeah, that was a fun game. Um, so, yeah, that was all the games we played this year that came out this year. Yeah. So, what would you yeah, say your game of the year is? My game of the year? What was your game of the year? Um, 2017. For me, for me, I would have to say it would be Slime Rancher. It's not... I, I'd be hard-pressed to say that, like, in terms of, like, depth or mechanics, it was the best game or anything, but, like, just speaking for me personally, it's the game that I probably played the most, that I had the most consistently good time with. I think it just fit the niche that I needed at the time that I was playing it. Yeah. Of something nice and relaxing and kind of cutesy and pleasant. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, that, w- that would be my game of the year. Okay. Drama Butt, what's your game of the year? <laughs> so, I mean, I went through on the Wikipedia the list of all games, well, not all games, obviously, but all games big enough all games to ever. be mentioned on Wikipedia released this year. And from that list, I'd played two of them. And then <laughs> you reminded me of Paperclips, which technically counts as a third. <laughs> That's so, I played Super Mario Run, which barely counts. I played Cuphead while drunk at your house on a stream. <laughs> and I played Paperclips. I mean, I guess by default, Paperclips is my game of the year. It is the Dark Souls of browser games. Let's be um, honest here. Yeah. I mean, best for me this year. I've, I've played games that aren't out this year. Um, I really enjoyed Banished. That's my game of the year that, that, yeah, I, that dude, I played is, this year. Is that addictive? <laughs> um, that, but that, that, that so didn't addictive. come out this year, I don't think. No. <laughs> it came out no, a fair no. while ago. But yeah, that's... Yeah. My game of my game that I've played of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. That's it fine, man. Right. To be fair, if if we'd have done this list a few years ago, it would have been exactly the same. It would have been like, well, um, I replayed the demo to this game again. <laughs> I mean, if if we're using game of the year to define game, not video game, I'd probably say D and D purely because I think that's what I spent <laughs> yeah. most of the year doing. I think that's why I've had such an unproductive video game year. Don't you fucking blame us for so... the... Okay, you know what? No, okay, like, so Drama Matt's Game of the Year is D&D, which, honestly, I was kind of toying with the idea of, of saying earlier. <laughs> so like, what's your Game of the Year, then? My Game of the Year is Doom. Doom 2016. Okay, there are issues with that selection. <laughs> I failed to see. Not least that I believe it was your Game of the Year for last year, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, my Game of the Year, two years running. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Doom VR. You haven't played that. Doom for the Switch. You haven't played that. Brutal Doom? <laughs> you have played that, but that came out a long time ago. Western Doom. That came out decades ago. <laughs> Blood? That also came out decades ago. Um, I believe actually um, 20 years ago. Yeah. 
Do you have a game that was released this year that you liked? I liked games this year. Uh, I Honestly, I would say Sniper Elite 4 would be my game of the year. Okay. But its DLC is so egregious, it can fuck off the whole of my dick. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, no, it's, it's just that is such a frustrating thing, because especially someone who doesn't have a massive amount of money... It's really fucking irritating. Yeah. And I can, like, there's gonna be loads of people out there gaming on an even worse budget than I can imagine. And it's like, I can't in good conscience, like, recommend that as it is now without all of the DLC included. Yeah, yeah. So, it would be Sniper Elite 4, but I think I'm probably have to go, gonna go for Stories Untold. Which is a game I haven't even fucking finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks really bad, but no, like I, I love what it does. It does it's it's simple but incredibly effective. Yeah. And it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> so That's fair. it did well. It did well. Okay. Well, um yeah, again, we probably missed out um a game or two there. Um like I just realized that um all of us played a lot of Magikarp Jump. Ah yes. Oh yeah, yeah I, I scratched that. that game of the yeah. year Magikarp yeah, Jump. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all of my game of the years now? It's Magic Carpet. <laughs> yes. It's that good. <laughs> Way to just null and void the entire podcast at the end. Yeah, GG. Good work, guys. That's, this is what we do. This is what. People listen to the podcast to be disappointed. Come on. They were probably expecting something miserable like that anyway. Yeah, so. probably. Um. So I guess all that is left now that we've done that is to uh, answer any questions that we've got, which will probably be a lot less than normal since we're recording this a lot earlier. Yeah. So what should people do, and they should do, if they want to ask us questions on the podcast, Wiblet? They should send their questions to the email address onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. That's a fucking terrible email address. It never stops being terrible. It? <laughs> it's the best. It's the fucking worst. I love it. So what? Uh, what correspondence um, have we been sent? We've had a, a, a just a, just a few. Seeing as yeah, it's not been that long since the last it, recording. Yeah, it's only um, been a few days since the last one's been out. So, so uh, first up, an anonymous listener asked um, if we've ever read the fighting fantasy books, which I honestly hadn't heard of um, before uh, you meant, explained what they were. But they sound cool. Yeah. Um, I, I have not read them. Um, I mean, we played um, Death Trap Dungeon, the old um, game that was based on one of them. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it's it's like a series of, like... Choose your own adventure books with dice rolling. Yeah, which sounds right up my alley, honestly. I so, right up your ass. Well... That sounds right up my ass, actually. I don't, I don't know if I'll like it that much, but... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I do want to play. I've been meaning to pick one up, so you can get them relatively cheap on like Amazon. So yeah, I've, I've been meaning yeah. to pick one. Up. I'll probably pick up um, Death Trap Dungeon just because that's the one that I am at least a little know. familiar with. Yeah. Um, and who knows? I, I that sounds like the sort of thing that maybe making like a video somehow out of might be mm, fun. But yeah. I need to think of how to format that. Mm. Like that might even be something to do like a kind of review style video on. Like a I mean, proper scripted was... video? Yeah, no, no, that's not Because I don't think you can let's play a book. <laughs> well, you oh, can now have, I want... You just have to one of you be the narrator and one of you react to the things. Could that work? I'll be the narrator. I'm really good at narrating. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I am. <laughs> I don't know. I have I'm sure you'll sort something out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a uh, second question from the same person uh, asked if we, or I guess you, um, have considered setting up a Discord server for fans to find D&D groups or some such stuff. We actually do have a Discord server. Uh, we will link it in the in the description. Yeah, because apparently I'd forgot to add that to the um, podcast description. Because literally the worst. Because uh, it's in the regular video. Um, but we do have a uh, we have a bunch of um, channels in there, like uh, tabletop gaming channels and and forty k and roleplay channels and roleplay channels as well. Uh, a bunch of I think a bunch of people in our Discord already do kind of organise games with each other. So yeah, there we go. Problem solved. Yeah, go go in there um, and ask people, and I'm sure you'll be able to find a couple of people to play with. Yeah. So, yeah. Already a thing. Excellent. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Just we linked it badly. Yes. <laughs> we. Um, next up, uh, JT Monkey. Uh, they're learning acoustic guitar at the moment. Right. So far, they're up to the stage where they can play without this sound, you know, one finger songs, so they can do like, like they said, Smoke on the Water. And uh, Seven Nation Army and stuff like that, but uh, they're having yeah, yeah. a bit of an issue, sort of you know, progressing to the next stage of getting their you know fingers dexterous enough. Um, uh, so basically, yeah, mu- instrument learning tips, which the only uh, one I can think of is just keep doing it. Yeah, like, that sounds, it like, sounds a like a cop massive cop out. Yeah, it cop really out does. Um, yeah, it's it's you've got to build up that strength. I mean, you've got to build up the calluses, and I hope you're not using nylon strings because they're the fucking worst. God, I hate those things. What for? For playing guitar. Well, they're like the the soft the soft plastic strings rather than the hard metal them. strings. But they're like yeah, so I much less them. painful. No, they're gross. I hate them. I tried when I, I tried I tried to teach myself like guitar ages ago, and I had I had one with like normal strings, and they were fucking. It's, it's harder it. for bar I hated chords them so much because the, they're usually like Spanish style guitars. The necks wide when playing a bar chord. Yeah, you want to use your, that, your yeah. that was fist. the kind of guitar I was learning on, and it was yeah. horrible. I, I think. Um, I think it might also depend on if I think cheap nylon stringed guitars feel worse than a cheap metal stringed guitar. I'd say so. Um, so I'd I say think that's, that's my problem. I think that was an issue because that was before we met. So, yeah, yeah. You know. um, but no, yeah. It's just you need to you need to build up your calluses. You need to build up your finger strength. Unfortunately, that is not something you can do overnight, and you get, you're going to cramp up a lot. Yeah. But just just keep at it, and it is really hard. I mean, what, you, you'll feel like you're not getting anywhere, but you are getting somewhere. Yeah, I mean, what I always say um, to people about learning instruments um, is, don't be upset and don't be disheartened if, for the first six months, you just suck out loud, like you're terrible and you can't get your head around things because I think there's, especially if it's the first instrument that you're learning, because like learning a subsequent instrument afterwards is significantly easier. It's like speaking languages. It's like the second one's always really easy. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to, to, because you you have a lot of the concepts of how music is structured and how instruments work, like especially if you're talking about stringed instruments. Like, yeah. They're all pretty much the same basic principle. So once you've got your head around guitar, you'll be fine. Yes, I mean... But the, the problem is... Getting to that point. Yeah, but like those first six months where you're probably going to be really rough and that's okay, that's normal. But like once you, if you keep practicing, you'll eventually sort of hit a point and it starts to kind of flow a little bit naturally. If I think um, an, a good thing to start trying to do early on, um, once you've kind of got like just playing simple things with one finger is to try and upgrade to doing chords. Just don't push yourself too hard to be perfect right off the bat. Because it does take a little while to get used to how fingers sit. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, learning power chords is a nice, easy, early one because yeah. you can yeah. put your three fingers anywhere on the guitar and it pretty much works. Yeah. Um, okay, there are exceptions to that, but anywhere on the first top four strings. Yeah. Um, and it'll work. And I guess another bit of advice I'd say is that it, it take it'll take a bit more like confidence wise, but try and find a band to join. Like, not necessarily yeah. don't go and try and join a, for, a already going band and say <laughs> I can't play, but can I join? But if you can find some mates who are, you know, just wanting to mess about or anything, the best yeah, way to cause... give you give you like a reason to practice is turning up with band practice. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, as well as that, it's like you don't really learn how to learn how to play an instrument until you join a band. I, I, that's that's a saying I've heard so many times. Yeah, which is like that. Not to say that you can't play something before you're in a band, but being in a band kind of environment again it gives you a reason like to practice every every few days or whatever you have to play and you have to play for this long and you're trying to keep up and it'll give you a sense of rhythm and mm. it also gives you um a bit of confidence because you see all your mates sucking as well <laughs> yeah you see all the mistakes <laughs> and also i guess that does it's a bit better for stamina um, yeah it because helps, it helps because when lot. you're learning you can just sit there and just play for like 30 seconds and go yeah i can play that thing but playing for a full like three to five minutes is a different piece. You get fatigued violently. Um, I actually found one thing that helped me a lot and I don't know how how common this is for people to do. I assume everyone does this but um, just just if you haven't heard it is I when I was learning I just would pick songs that I liked that I knew were relatively simple and I'd just play along to them like. That does really help. And I just did that, and I just did that loads when I was first learning. And then, and, then you get yeah. to feel really cool because you're like, yeah, I can keep because th- that's the thing. You're like, I can play this, but at like one tenth speed. And then you just kind of put a song on on repeat and just try and keep up. And every time you do, you're like, yeah, yeah, fucking badass. And then like the first time, like you know, there's some songs on like the first time you get through the whole thing, and you're just like, fuck yeah, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, and also don't. When you do start getting better, and especially if you start learning things that are more complicated, I don't know if everyone else gets this, but you will have a... There's like a weird dead zone where after you've learned how to do something, you'll kind of get terrible at it again before you, like, internalize it properly. (laughs) So it's like you can play it if you're super concentrating on it, but the moment that you let that concentration lapse, you'll fuck it up super bad, and you'll feel bad about that because... To be fair, that doesn't last that long. Yeah, it doesn't last long, but it's like when you're learning something new, that can be really disheartening, because you're like, I had it, why can't I play it again? Mm -hmm. But you just... it's. I feel that's almost like the muscle memory building up. Your brain kind of, like, low-key sorting it out. Similarly, though, I guess to... (laughs) to go on one step from that so you go through that first stage yeah you're not very good you get better but then you get a bit worse because you you don't concentrate as much later on you end up getting to a point where and i went through a phase like this for about a year when we used to be band practicing at dicko's um under cave whatever (laughs) his under cave (laughs) the room that was under his flat that totally wasn't abandoned or anything um i went through a phase quite a while of this where it was like if I wasn't, it's the, it's the opposite of the problem you just said. If I wasn't concentrating, I'd play, but as soon as I tried to think about what I was doing, oh, my limbs yeah. would Shit. freak out, and I'd be like, how does this song, how do I, how am I meant to play this? And it's like, but if I wasn't thinking about it, or like the bits where I was singing as well, and had to concentrate on that a bit, it was fine. But then I'd just go back to just drumming and be like, what's my leg doing? Why? What? <laughs> 
Where am I? And realise that, that all my all four limbs are doing a slightly different thing at a slightly different and time. And you're also making mouth noises. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, that's a weird stage to get through. Yeah, you will get to a point where the moment you start thinking about what you're doing, you forget how to do everything for like thirty seconds, and it's terrifying. Or where you realise that you've been completely blank for the last minute of a song, and it's been through like several different segments, <laughs> yeah. and you go, "Where the fuck am I?" You sit there, and then you're going, and then you're like, you're listening to the singer going like. Oh, that's what verse are in. Oh, good. <laughs> and that's yeah. the only way you know because you just blanked the first chorus. Anyway, entirely. all these fucking asides. <laughs> we are super proud of you for learning guitar. As that might sound patronising, but no, I am so fucking proud of you because that shit is daunting and it's hard. Stick with it. I believe in you, and I am so damn proud of you. So you just got to build up your hand strength and just get that muscle memory. Yeah, but it- you will get there. It is just time. It is just time. And it might feel horrible sometimes. You might feel like, why did I ever fucking bother? Just keep at it. You fucking got this, dude. It's going to be fucking great. Yeah, good tip. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, other questions. Um, final question. I don't know how to answer this one exactly. Um, but okay. Nathaniel asks, so this is a and d question. Um, how much, this is more for me, I guess, really, but I guess you've, you've DM'd in the past, Snipe. Yeah. Um, they ask um, how much prep we put into an adventure, and they're saying from their from, from what they've been doing because they're they're currently DMing something, and they said they tend to plan the characters and the locations rather than any specific events. So that means that they're a bit more free into what players can do, but it does mean that they are now constantly worried that the players will realise just how much of it they're blagging. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking, I'm sure Drama Matt will agree with me here. Speaking as someone who has DM'd, they won't. <laughs> yeah, as a general rule, they won't players get it, don't trust know me. when you're blagging it and when you're not. No, just don't don't ever just sit there and just go, oh, fuck, you got me, I was blagging it, because then, then they'll know. But, you're, dude, you're behind the screen, they think you know everything. If they... You just gotta act as, you know, you just gotta act a little like little confident and suddenly you're this big arbiter of fucking all knowledge. It's fantastic. If, if they query something that, like, is... Is something that you've obviously just had to come up with with on the spot. You can just respond with like, "Oh yeah, that's interesting, isn't it?" Yeah, or like they pull out a plot hole, just go, "Hmm, good catch," and then refuse to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you got to do. <laughs> you can't let them fucking. You just like go, "Yeah, that is that cat. That is that way, isn't it?" Mm. Yeah, <laughs> basically, just act like a smarmy, just as planned <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh player. <laughs> But yeah, don't worry. They're not. They don't know. Um, and, I guess, don't know. and remember that um, most players are probably like me, and the amount they prepare is that they they turn up to the game, they look at their character sheet, and go, "Oh, my name is this. Okay, I'm ready." You don't get into character. No, I mean either. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just start inwardly I'm, referring everyone to everyone as mate or love. I'm not saying that my way of doing things is right. In fact, it's probably not. But I would wager that's how a lot of people play. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, no, I have to or have a special hat. Yeah, more accurately, <laughs> the amount of preparation that is gone into yeah. uh, playing. Um, yeah. I would say with the whole like just prepping characters and what was it they said characters and um. Yeah, they said they said they prep char- um, characters and locations. Okay, yeah, character. That's all you need, dude. This is the thing. You're not. You don't, as a DM, you don't sit there and force them towards a narrative. Although, um, yeah, they're in there. They're in your sandbox looking for a narrative. So yeah, if you give a hint that there's a story over that way, they'll probably go that players, way. Players, players can see a hook 
coming. Like they they know the score. You need to put your hooks in there, and that's what they're after. They're after the hooks. They're after the high adventure and and all the cool loot. So, you know, like just the characters and location. That's pretty much I'd say most of what you need anyway. I mean, it'd be nice to have like a lot of it could act could could kind of go along very organically. Like say all the party kind of offend a particular blacksmith and this blacksmith you just feel maybe has ties to like an underground shady area and maybe one of like the bard has just said something snarky one one too many times and and there you go you've got your campaign enemy you know you you can kind of do it like that depending on how rp based they are i guess but that's the thing is it's it's I guess it's because it's so scary because everything's so kind of open. I guess it depends a lot on um, the individual DMs and groups involved because if the group is like super, like focused on they want to do, like they they want to go along with whatever adventure the DMs like doing, they don't really want to forge their own path. They want to go along with the story that the DMs yeah. coming up with. Then then probably being a lot more, you know, that probably requires a lot more prep. Because um, you're going to be doing that. Whereas if your your group is very much, they just want to f- yeah forge their own adventure. Then yeah, that's probably what you can do. Is, yeah, it's, that again, it's issue. just dependent. But I mean, again, just f- don't be terrified of going with it. Because some of the best adventures yeah. you can have come from that. I mean, how much time do you spend preparing that? Um, for each, I probably the the big the. the, the Preparing for fights and things is really easy. Like go, coming up with like a encounter that's an appropriate challenge level is like nothing. It's the um, RP encounters that take the time. Yeah, for me. sorry. So no, 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 no. Um, no, I'm joking. So how how I how I've been doing it? So I prepare that like locations. I've got a vague idea, but then I've also got like a a list of like potential pubs and things for when they random stop in a random village on the way somewhere. I'm going to the pub. I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually called this now. <laughs> Um, the Toad and Shrew, manned by Innkeeper Nimrin, the lovely elf lady who I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I write all this shit down. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh, how's Nimrin? How's how's her how's her cousin over in Wyport? And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> it's been a month since we played. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I read my notes before I started. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so I, I prepare locations. I prepare characters, and I'll also prepare. So the conversations they're going to have with with the major characters, I'll sort of put put out like. You know, if a player asks this, they'll say this, and have a, a few. But I think they make, yeah, with characters, if you have that, and then have, if you know what their motivation is and what they want, you know how they would answer, even if you don't have to prepare it. So I think I go a bit further than you in that I plan out m- the major points of a conversation. Yeah, because you can guess what you can play if they, you know, they'll ask who are you if it's a new yeah. new NPC. Exactly, and things and a few things where like that, and especially if it's like a plot thing. Um, like for example, I've just been planning out. Um, so in our campaign at the moment, uh, the party are off to get some ingredients to perform this um, ritual, and I know vaguely how that's going to go because whatever the party says, with it they, they could you know it could go 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 completely off. But I but probably what will happen is what I'm planning to happen just on regards to that one specific thing. Yeah. So for things like that where you know it's probably going to go this go a way. And obviously the answers will be different if the players say something different and when they talk to the guy they're bringing stuff back to. It's not going to necessarily go an exact way, but you, you get a vague idea it's probably going to go in this direction. So you can start plan those ones out a bit more. Yeah. 
I mean, from what you're saying, it sounds like bullet pointing stuff is a really good idea. Yeah, that's what I tend to do. Yeah, because then you don't over prepare like, and end up having a bunch of really good dialogue you've written wasted or yeah. whatever. So yeah, oh, that's going to be that's going to be a fun encounter next time. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh yeah, I am fucking. We can't really talk about it because <laughs> we don't have much time left. We'll we'll talk about it the next time, but oh, we've left it in a rough place. <laughs> I'm fucking carking it. I'm fucking shitting myself. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an interesting session. To go home. Which we yeah. get to have in person, which will be nice. I know, it's yeah. going to be so weird. In a good way. That's the day after we've moved house. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was a good use of our time, I guess. Yeah. It's <laughs> fun. But yeah, that's, that's it for questions. We didn't get that many, because, as we it's, said, it's yeah, not it's been too been... long. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Well, um... Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And also, since this will be the last podcast of the year and, you know, one of the last things where we'll kind of be talking, um, especially because we won't be online much um, because of probably not having internet by the time this comes out. um, Just want to say thank you to everyone for all the support, both to do with the podcast and our channel in general and streams and everything that we've had over this year. it's been fantastic. Also, the support on Patreon, even after they pulled that garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then went back on it. Yeah, thank God. tail between their legs fully as of yep. yesterday, whenever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, that, I was going to mention that because, yeah, um, massive, massive um, thank you to uh, everyone who supports us there because because um, we didn't lose anyone over no. that. But, um, okay, we wouldn't have minded because what Patreon was doing was bullshit. Oh, yeah, no, it would have been fine if you ha- if people had of you know, pulled out because of that. I I wouldn't have judged them at all. And I, you know, still would have been grateful for what they've done for us so far. But like the fact you didn't, that means a lot. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And yeah, just in general, been a fun year. The, the channel has grown. Like it's like, we've got like three times the subs yeah. that we started with. Actually, I think it's more than that. Cause, um, cause it was three times over a very short space of time when the first road trader video yeah. came out. But yeah, um, so thank you to everyone. And... Yeah, and thank you for Drama Matt as well for just <laughs> being here and putting up with our garbage yeah. and letting us shout over him and talk about Klingon butt plugs and all sorts of other shit <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And we hope that you all had a good Christmas. Or a Hanukkah or whatever it is you celebrate. Or just yeah. happy December. And you got whatever presents you wanted. Yes. And you have a good new year as well. Yeah. Um, hopefully, because um, even though like our year has been generally pretty good, uh, 2017 was hot garbage. It wasn't great. Um, and it can fuck off, even yeah. more so than 2016 did. So I'm hoping that we can maybe break that streak and have 2018 not be just fucking sofa on fire in an alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically nice. what this year was. Yeah, I'm hoping for everyone it's it's it's... Way, way better than this fucking year. Yeah, it's just a bit nicer. Like, just a yeah. bit nicer. I think the world needs a bit of niceness at the moment. It does. Yeah, it need it needs more cuddles and like, like, like soft head pats. Everyone should just go and play Slime Rancher for a bit and <laughs> yeah. chill out. But not like I do. Don't play it no, like I do. No. Don't, don't play it like Snipe does, because then you'll just get angry, and that's the opposite of what we just want. Just go play the Long Dark. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I might do that actually. But get cold and depressed. Yeah, nah, that's fair. But yes, thank you very much for joining us, and you know, happy holidays and and a happy new year from from me, Wib, and Drumblebutt. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.
Oh, you gotta you gotta fucking shake things up with a bye. We all said goodbye. Yeah, but I'm more casual than you. 